Welcome to the Cool Things Entrepreneurs Do podcast with your host, Tom Singer. In each episode, we explore the interesting lives of business leaders, entrepreneurs, solopreneurs, and others who have a healthy dose of the entrepreneurial spirit. It is time to explore something cool. Now, here is your host, Tom Singer. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Cool Things Entrepreneurs Do. Thanks for tuning in. It is a brand new year. If you're listening to this on the day it releases, it is probably January the 2nd. This might sound a little awkward because I am recording this on my iPhone. It seems like it's going to be a little tinny, so I'm going to make it a little shorter than a regular episode. But I didn't have anything recorded for this, and I'm going to spend New Year's Day driving about 14 hours home from a week-long vacation with my family in the mountains of Taos. And uh, there wasn't a lot of snow, but uh, we had a really good time. It was my wife, my two daughters, my oldest daughter's boyfriend, and we spent... uh, good part of a week in the mountains in New Mexico, and it was awesome, and it was a great chance to get away. Uh, Everybody skied except me, my legs, uh, especially my knees. I didn't think we're going to come out very well if I tried to do that, so I decided that I was going to skip out on the skiing and actually work on my business plan, and my daughter was a little worried I was kind of bored, but I actually spent two, about four or five-hour days sitting in the lodge uh, in a restaurant, kind of coffee shop area, or sitting outside when it was a little warmer, and actually working on my vision of what I want to accomplish in 2018. For those of you who follow this show regularly, 2017 was my record year in my business. I've been working for myself coming up on nine years. April 1st will mark nine years since I got laid off from a marketing job in corporate America and decided that I would go try to carve my own way in the world. And what happened was... Uh, I've made it. Uh, It's it's working out pretty well. But 2017 was the year that I've dreamed of for all of those years, and it has worked out pretty well. But I also don't want to rest on those laurels. I'm nervous that I have to repeat it. And I've actually set some numbers that are going to cause me to have to grow my business in the new year. And that's that's a a big challenge. It basically will double me from 2015 and 16 with the numbers in 2018 if I can actually hit them. And so I decided I would take a couple of days and I would go and just focus on everything I need to do. I've decided to work with a business coach this year because I do not uh, think that anyone can do it alone. Uh, I'm fortunate I have a great mastermind group that I uh, am very close with who know a lot about what's going on in my business. And then also I have uh, the Potential Mastermind Group, which is the group coaching program that grew out of this podcast. And what I did is I decided that I needed something more. I needed somebody who'd be, you know, a little bit harder on me, pay a little bit of attention to me on that. So uh, I did that. She's given me a lot of homework of what I have to accomplish this year in order to be ready for that. And uh, so I spent those times really clarifying that business plan and it worked out really well. Now, as you listen to this episode, you may hear cars going by and dogs barking. That's because I have decided to uh, record this while going out for a walk uh, along the uh, roads here in Taos. We're kind of in the back country outside of Taos, and I've decided I'm just going for a little walk, and there's all kinds of people who've decided to walk their dogs or drive by, so uh, we're going a little bit of background noise on this one. But what I want to talk today for you is about your potential for 2018, because all of us have potential, but I say it over and over again. Potential doesn't equal results. So the fact that you know you have all this potential and things that you can accomplish really doesn't mean anything if you don't get the results that you desire. So I came up with seven things I think you need to do if you want to make 2018 awesome. 
These are the things that I personally worked on the last few days while sitting in a ski resort and uh, trying to focus on what I want to get done. And so I thought I would just share with you kind of these seven tips. Maybe they'll motivate you. Maybe this isn't your type of episode. Great. Hit, hit stop and listen to a different episode because we've got a lot of great uh, episodes. This is episode 319 and uh, they just keep coming. So let's get with this. If you want to achieve more, if you want to do more in 2018, here's a couple of ideas that I have, seven ideas, that should get you going along and really, you know, get you started with your year in a way that maybe you haven't done before. Because the first one is you have to have a plan. You have to set goals. Now, maybe you're one of these people who's never really set formal goals for what you want to accomplish. Or maybe you're one of these people who roll your eyes and go, oh, God, goal setting, New Year's resolution, that stuff's crap. Well, I'll tell you what. I don't actually think it is crap, but there's a lot of people who write a lot of things at this time of year saying, goal setting is pointless. Goal setting sucks. It doesn't work. Don't bother with setting resolutions. And then they tell you what you should do. And what's so funny is all they've done is played with the words. They've come up with words instead of goal setting or resolutions. They say, oh, you want to be a visionary. You want to have targets. You want to have resolve. You know, you want to make decisions that are clear. You know, they just come up with different words, and then they tell you, essentially, to set goals and make resolutions for change. So you'll see a hundred articles in the next few days going across Facebook and LinkedIn and whatever other uh, online or print magazines that you might read where people are dissing this whole idea of goal setting, and then they're spinning it around and telling you to do the same thing. I don't care what you call it. If you want to achieve more, you have to have a plan. You have to know what success looks like. You absolutely have to have clarity. If you don't have clarity, then you just get caught up in all the motions and, and it's, you, you don't know what you're trying to achieve. So you want to have that clarity. Then you have to devote some time to actually clearly figuring out what are the goals that I want to have. And you can't have a million goals. You have to have just a few. So I recommend three to six clear goals of what you want to accomplish. And I put them into three different buckets. I put it into sort of a career goal of what you want to achieve in your career. Do you want to start your own business? Do you want to grow that business? Do you want to get a promotion? Whatever it is, make it really clear. Define it. Don't let it be left up to chance. You absolutely have to think about that. The second thing is, is sort of a family goal. Because none of us, you know, few of us are all alone in the world. You may not be married and have children, but you have parents and siblings and other relatives. You have to devote part of your time to them. You can't just make it all about you. So set some goals of what you want to accomplish with your family so that you can have sort of that clarity of when you're going to devote that time and what you're trying to accomplish with your family. And then the third bucket is what I call sort of a soul goal. What is it that you love to do? Do you want to learn to play the piano? Do you want to go out and run? Do you want to take more vacations? What is it that recharges your batteries? Know what those things are and work them out into your goal plan. Because I'll tell you, you have to have a little bit of time for yourself. You have to recharge your batteries. If you're an introvert, that might be a little bit more alone time. You might want to have your hobby that you go do. If you're an extrovert, you may want to go and do some things with a lot of people. You may want to participate in more party type things. But you have to set the time aside to clearly realize what your goals are. Because if you don't write them down, if you're not clear about what you're trying to accomplish, nothing will get done. But then you have to take action. Because 
If you don't take action, you know, a goal is just a wish. You have to actually figure out, reverse engineer. If I want to get this promotion in 2018, what will my boss expect from me? If I want to go start my own business this year, what are the things I have to have in place before I can go and launch that? It's very important that you're very clear and have all the steps lined out because just wishing great things will happen is fine. But that's where people get this whole negative eye-rolling thing about goals. I've talked to a lot of people who are in part of my coaching program or they're involved with something else. And they say, yeah, Tom, I've tried all this goal-setting stuff. It's all bullshit. I wrote things down and nothing happened. Well, they didn't come up with the steps of what they needed to do to get that to happen. And then the final thing around this whole area, this whole idea of setting your goals and having a plan, is you also have to be willing to have a little bit of room for self-forgiveness. Because there's going to be times when you're not going to reach the goals that you set. However, if you've really given it some thought, and if you've taken the actions, and you've done things, it'll move you farther along than you would have without those goals. So it's really interesting because so many people think, well, you know, I didn't reach the goal. They don't go back and look at it and say, but having it, taking the action and being clear, moved me farther down the road than I would have without it. So forgive yourself for not doing 100%. Because if you got 50% of the way, that's a heck of a lot better than it might have been if you hadn't taken the time to set that goal. So that's step number one. Tip number two, you have to take ownership of your own life. And this is a hard one. I'll tell you what, this was the thing that I struggled with for years. I mean, I'm in my 50s now. And for years, when I was in my late 20s and my 30s and even my early 40s, and I wasn't reaching my goals and I wasn't achieving everything that I wanted to achieve, it was frustrating. It was all the get up and it bothered me. And I always found a way to blame something or someone else. Was it the way my parents raised me? They didn't set me up with the right mindset. I pointed fingers. I blamed others. I blamed myself. I blamed myself for the past and the things that I did or didn't do that sort of didn't allow me to have everything go my way. And I always had an excuse and I made excuses and I looked for excuses and it was easy to sort of, you know, blame somebody else and to say, well, that's their fault or I didn't have the right boss or my boss, I had the right boss, but they favored somebody else or whatever. I just found ways to just BS my way into not taking ownership for everything that was going on. If you want to do more in 2018, you have to be the one who says, this is all about me. I own this. So realize that wherever you are today, it's all because of you. There is nobody else who you can blame for this. You've got to take the ownership and realize that all of the choices that you made along the way, that's what brought you to the point that you are today. But so what? It doesn't matter where you are. Today is just a starting point. Today is the point where you can say, I'm here and I want to go there, but I own the fact that I'm here. And if it's not you know, everything I want it to be, that's totally cool because I did this. And I'm going to do whatever is next and whatever is necessary. So make sure that you take ownership of your own situation. Quit blaming others. Quit whining. Quit feeling sorry for yourself. And I know life is hard. My life's been hard. I went through several years where I think I was borderline depressed about stuff and I hid it. I even lied to myself about it. I pretended to be cheery, but I always found an excuse of why things weren't perfect. Now I own it. I take ownership of where I am and the more I own it, the more I'm able to crawl out of that hole and go higher. So do that. Number three, and I talk about this all the time, is make people 
a priority. When you're around people, choose people. Put your phone away. People go to conferences all the time and they sit in these crowded rooms waiting for the speaker to start speaking and they're sitting there on their phones. They're not doing anything. Well, I'll tell you what. When you're with people, make people the priority. Choose the people. Because all opportunities in life, everything that's going to come your way, is going to come from other people. And you have to take inventory of who are the people who are in my life. Who are the people who are already helping me achieve what I want to do and make sure that you're also serving them. So often people will just get caught up in this whole thing and they won't, you know, acknowledge who's helping them. They don't say thank you. They don't show gratitude. But on the flip side, they're so interested in getting other people to help them that they won't help others. I talked to a person one time and he said that because I was talking about helping others and I had done something nice for some other people, he confided in a friend that I pissed him off. And they said, why? And they go, because he always wants to try and make sure he's helping somebody else. And that pissed him off. And they said, why? He goes, it makes me feel bad because I'm so busy building my career that I can only focus on me at this point. Well, yeah. And that person was struggling because all he did was focus on himself. I'll tell you what, if you want to achieve more, get past it, get past it all being about you, choose people, make them a priority and make helping them a priority. And you'll see what happens. Now, Not everybody you meet is going to like you. And you know what? That's okay. They don't have to like you. Not everybody has to be your best friend. Not everybody has to support you in what you're trying to achieve. However, if you have sort of a history of a lot of people being against you and being, you know, not your friends, maybe you have to take stock in yourself. If a few people don't like you, that's them. The world's crazy. People are nuts. However, if it's a pattern There's something that you're doing that isn't drawing people to you. And if you're going to make people a priority, you absolutely have to make sure that you're finding ways to build long-term and mutually beneficial relationships. And that leads us straight into tip number four. And that is you have to ask for help. When you have chosen people, when you've built a network of people who are around you, if you don't ask them for help, guess what? They're not going to know how to help you. Most people who I've encountered in my life want to help other people. They want to be a resource. They want to serve. However, they don't know how because we don't ever tell them. So none of us is going to succeed alone. Others have always been the key to getting that success. So what I was saying in number three about you choosing people, but the next thing you have to do is let them know how can they serve you because they want to. So you ask them for help. Be clear in how they can help you. Have a way that's clear that lets people know what it is that allows them to be able to refer you. Do you, do your friends, the people in your life understand and know who is the perfect client for you? Because if they don't know, they can't help you. So you have to take that chance to let other people know that you're doing a lot of people want to hide behind how successful they are. And all they do is they talk about their own success and all this. They never admit to the fact that they're struggling. Well, I'll tell you right here on this call, on this podcast, I still struggle. I just had the best year I've probably had since I started my business. And yet I still need more. I'm changing up a lot of the focus of what I'm doing with my keynotes, this whole paradox of potential, which in 2017 was my new product, is really what I'm leading with in 2018. Audiences liked it, the material and the content is coming together, and I'm putting everything forward on this whole idea of keynoting on the paradox of potential. The problem with that is not everybody out there knows me as the paradox of potential guy. 
They know me as a master of ceremonies. They know me as the guy who did the conference catalyst. And I'm not walking away from that stuff. That is still stuff I want to speak on. It's still things I want to do. But I want to talk at more sales meetings and more company team meetings about what it takes to get closer to the potential that an individual and a team has. However, if I don't let people know that that's what I'm trying to do, that's my focus in 2018, they won't know how to refer me. So if you're listening to this show, I'm telling you, that's what I need. Let other people in your life know what it is that you need. And number five, believe in yourself. Because if you don't believe in yourself, nobody else will. I'll tell you what, the naysayers come out everywhere with everything you want to do. There's always somebody who's going to show up and tell you what you're doing wrong and why you're doing it wrong. So what you need to do is if you believe in what you're doing, and I wouldn't be doing it if you didn't believe in it, but if you believe in what you're trying to accomplish and what you're doing, take the, bulls by the bull, take the bull by the horns and own it. Make it something that you know that you're going to be able to accomplish this. This whole new product that I created last year, this paradox of potential, I believe in it. I think it helps people. I think it helps people achieve more. It helps them do more in their career and their life. And if I don't believe it, nobody else is going to believe it. But the audiences are giving the feedback that they believe it. And the reason is, is because they know I believe it. And I've done research and I have stuff to back it up. But you have to stand firm for yourself. Because like I said, people are always going to find a way to undermine you. And sometimes it's the people who you are closest to Sometimes it's your spouse or your parents or your friends, and they're the ones who are going to look for ways to sort of undermine you, and they don't do it in perp- for, on purpose. They love you. They want to see you succeed, but they don't want to see you get hurt. So they look for reasons to blow holes in what you're trying to accomplish, and that can be a real bummer. So you have to be the one who believes in yourself and goes out and takes the action. Number six in today's podcast of tips to help you achieve more in 2018, I love this one. You've got to try new things. It's so easy to be a creature of habit and do the same thing over and over again in your career, but you've got to shake it up a bit. Now, I think trying new things is how you lead to huge breakthroughs. I mean, it was trying this whole idea of of surveying people, which is now I'm up to 400 people, I think, who've taken the Paradox of Potential survey, but I had to try it. I'd never done anything like this before. I had to absolutely figure out what I needed to do in order to try something new, in order to get new, um, new material out there that I could speak about. So you've got to be the one who says, here's what I'm trying to do. Here's why I'm trying to do it. But at the same time, you've got to actually try it. You've got to do it. And realize when you try new things, sometimes it's going to suck. And you've got to do this in your personal life. Think about where you go to vacation. If you always do the same thing, do something different. The reason I'm walking along this road with bicyclists and dogs and cars flying past me while I record this in the middle of Taos, New Mexico, the reason why I'm here is we decided to try something new. My oldest daughter has has taken to skiing. My youngest daughter wants to learn to ski. And we decided, you know what? We're going to do a ski trip. Now, we're not a big skiing family. We don't live near the mountains. It's a 12 plus 14 hour drive to get here. And I don't like long drives. But you know, it's what we wanted to do. My oldest daughter and her boyfriend loved to ski. We thought this would be a great vacation. There wasn't a lot of snow, so we didn't do a lot of skiing. But I'll tell you what. We tried this as a vacation, and we tried bringing the daughter's boyfriend along, and it's been fantastic. He's a great kid. We've really enjoyed doing this, but you have to be willing to shake it up and try something different that you haven't done before. Typically, we travel to big cities. We've been to New York. We take the kids to Chicago, Los Angeles, San Diego. This time, we thought, "Mm, let's go to this mountain town. That's the way to do it. 
I'm really focused on trying new things in my life and I'm finding I'm having more fun along the way because I'm doing it. One of the things that helps me remember to try new things is something I do every Monday. I do a thing on Mondays because I go to Starbucks a lot. I like to go in and get my grande non-fat vanilla latte. And I'll tell you that I've been drinking that same drink for over a decade. I mean, how long has Starbucks been around? 15, 20 years? I've been drinking grande non-fat vanilla lattes for all that time. And they're delicious. And I like them. And it's the way I start my day. And it's the right amount of caffeine. And it does everything I want. However, for the last year on Mondays... I go in, I stand in line, and there's always a line in the Starbucks. And when I get to the front of the line, I tell the barista, the person working there, when they ask me, oh, welcome to Starbucks, what would you like to order? I tell them, oh, it's Monday, and Monday is Barista's Choice Day. Sometimes they look at me like I'm from Mars, like, what is Barista's Choice Day? And I have to explain it to them, because I made it up. It didn't come from the company. I made this up. And that is on Mondays, I let the barista decide what I'm going to have to drink. I give them a couple of parameters. I want a coffee drink. I'm not really into the teas or the chais. And I want it to be a hot drink. I don't really like iced coffee all that much. And I want it to be grande because that's the right amount of coffee. But beyond that, it's up to them to pick. And I'll tell you what, I tell them I don't want a mocha. I'm sure they're good. I don't want anything on the menu. I want them to go off the secret menu. I want something that they won't think I've ever had before. I want them to have that drink that somebody else orders that they all think is so unique. And I'll tell you what, when I do this, sometimes it freaks them out. This 25-year-old person working at Starbucks looks at me like I've given them too much power. They're like, I can't choose your drink for you. You must order choose your drink. And I go, no, it's Monday. It's Barista's Choice Day. You have to do it. And it's so funny. Sometimes they have to get other workers involved. Sometimes they have to get the manager to come over and see if it's okay for them to do it. It's always quite enjoyable, especially when I go to a Starbucks I've never been to before. They look at me like I'm from Mars, which makes this whole experiment just even that much more fun. But what I'm doing is I'm trying new things. I'm opening up some opportunities for myself that maybe I haven't had before. And I'll tell you what, some of the drinks are really good. Some of them are really sugary, so I can't really always finish them. And sometimes I learn things like caramel and peppermint should not go in the same drink. But hey, at least I tried. So get out there in your own life and find a regular way to try new things. I mean, maybe it's you drive a different way home from work every day. Just find new back roads that gets you there. But go out and try and do it. And then number seven, and I think number six transitions so well into number seven. Number seven is have fun. My God, I spent years in my career not having fun. I mean, I went through the motions and I liked parts of my job, but I really wasn't making the most out of it when it came to really enjoying what I was trying to accomplish and why I was there and what I was doing. I, I was miserable a lot of the time. I was, I was sad. I was frustrated. I was totally caught up in, you know, in the work or in the fear of losing my job or in the deadlines. There were just so many things that took the joy out of my soul. Last year, I decided, actually two years ago, I decided, no way. I'm not going to live that way anymore. I'm going to really focus on making sure that I'm having fun. And one of the things I did in 2017 is I had more fun than I have ever had along the way. However, here's the, here's the scoop. I also had the most success I've ever had. So do that. Embrace that. And go out and have more fun with what you're trying to accomplish. Now, before I close, I got to thank the sponsor of this show. So this show, like all of them, are brought to you by Podfly Productions. Podfly takes the time and the headache out of creating your own podcast. They do all the heavy lifting and the technical work so that you can focus on creating great content. 
growing your audience, and interviewing really cool people like I have the honor of interviewing here on Cool Things Entrepreneurs Do. If you want to start a podcast in 2018, and I'll tell you what, I know a lot of you do, jump over to podfly.net slash cool things and check out the offer that they have for the listeners of this show. All right. Thank you so much for being part of the Cool Things Entrepreneurs Do community. I am looking forward as we go from episode 319 all the way through 100 more episodes this year. I am so looking forward to interviewing really cool people and getting some inspiration to share with all of you about how to maximize your life and your career and how to do cool things, whether you're an entrepreneur, a solopreneur, a business leader, or just somebody with sort of that entrepreneurial spirit. This is the place you should be every Tuesday and Thursday. I release a new episode, and I'll tell you what, it's a labor of love, but it's really not labor because I have so much fun interviewing the people that I've interviewed with now almost 300 guests, over 320 shows as we're coming up on. It has really been just a great experience for me. I have learned so much from having this podcast that I don't think I could ever stop. I have to keep doing it. And if you are a regular listener, or maybe you're a brand new listener, and you're thinking, this is exactly what I need. I need a little bit more attention, focus on my goals, on my potential in 2018. Please take the time right now and go to potentialmastermind.com. And at potentialmastermind.com, you're going to find the Potential Mastermind Group, or what I call the Potential Mastermind Project. And we have a group of people who we get together and we're changing it up. Instead of just once a week, I'm holding two Skype calls now, or actually on Zoom, and it gives people a chance to share what they're working on and their potential, what they're trying to achieve. Now is the time to join. The next six months are going to be the best, best ever of the Potential Mastermind Group. So get involved now because I think you're going to be really excited and I think you're going to see amazing results if you get around some people who will hold you accountable and make you remember, make you focus on what you want to do in the new year. Personally, I am really excited about 2018. I'm excited about this podcast. I'm excited about the Potential Mastermind Project and I am excited about my career and the paradox of potential and all the other speeches that I get to do and those events where I get to serve as the master of ceremonies. I think 2018 is going to be awesome. And I want it to be awesome for all of you too. So if you've listened all the way up to this point, do me two favors. Send me an email and just say, I don't care if you join my mastermind group, my group coaching program. I don't care if you've ever read any of my books. I don't care if you've ever seen me speak. But if you've listened to today's show all the way to this point, send me an email at Tom, T-H-O-M, at TomSinger.com. And let me know that you've heard this show and that you like this show. And tell me what you like about this show. And then the other core favor that I have, jump over onto iTunes. If you happen to be an Apple user, jump over to iTunes, go to the show's page, and leave a review. Four stars, five stars. Hey, if you hate the show, two stars. But don't just click the stars. Leave a little reason of why you feel the way you do about this show. I'll tell you what, I want to grow this show in 2018, and I can't do it without those of you who listen. So leave those reviews. Send the episodes that you like to a friend. Become a brand ambassador. Tell people, hey, check out cool things entrepreneurs do. I think podcasts are going to explode in 2018, and I'm looking for more people who want to be part of our little community. All right, we're going to be back in a couple of days with an interview with somebody really cool. But in the meantime, I want to challenge you. Go out there and have a great day. And thanks for listening. I know this one's been a little awkward as I recorded on my iPhone as I went for a walk. 
But hey, thanks for being a part of this. Thank you for being part of the Cool Things Entrepreneurs Do podcast. Without your participation and listening to these conversations, there is no show. Connect with Tom at TomSinger.com and follow him on Twitter at, at TomSinger. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.